walk alone. Come now. Yes. church say amen. There you go. Amen, amen. Happy Resurrection Day. 
God has spared us to be together one more time. Most certainly it's wonderful to be together on what we call Easter Resurrection Day. Because everything that we do, everything that we celebrate, is somehow tied up in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I'm so glad to see y'all. I'm going to preach in a minute. <laughs> I'm just so glad to see y'all. Y'all just, just come to know. And uh, it won't be long. It won't be long before we're going to all be back together, but we're going to have to wait until we can make sure that we're all safe. Wait until we make sure. I know there are some people that are trying to tell you it's all right to get out and do what you want to do, but we ain't there yet. We, we got to hear it from somewhere else. So let's just hold on a little while longer, and as soon as it's safe, we're going to be right back together. Let me call your attention today to the gospel as recorded by St. John. St. John, chapter 11, and I want to read one verse from chapter 11. but everybody who is in the body of Christ, we realize that all of our celebration in the church really, really centers itself around the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Everything in the church that we celebrate, everything that we have to celebrate about has to do with the fact that he and he alone took the sting from death and he robbed the grave. With, with those words and nobody shouts about this but us but we have a special relationship with early Sunday morning I don't know what it is about us but when we get to that line when we come to that line early Sunday morning we have a special relationship with that oh, 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 oh to some it may be just another Bible truth, but to us, when we read that, it means things are turning around. I wonder if I got a witness here. That early Sunday morning, things 
began to turn around. To us, when we hear early Sunday morning, to us, it says that things are going to work out somehow. To us, to us, it says if I can just hold out, if I can just keep the faith in God's own time, a change will come. Are y'all hearing me? We can only celebrate and we can only have this kind of confidence in our future if we are clear on who and what it is that we are celebrating today. And I believe, my brothers and my sisters, I believe that Jesus gives us a bird's eye view of what we are celebrating here in the 11th chapter of John. I believe even before he went to the cross, he gave us a view of what resurrection was all about. For it was here, in here, here in this chapter, that Jesus takes the teaching of the resurrection and moves it from an event, and he moves it to a person. And he is that person. He, he, and, and he does that. The way he teaches this and the way he helps us understand the resurrection, he allows death to overtake one of his friends. Please hear me now. He allows death to overtake one of his friends, a good friend whose name is Lazarus. Lazarus is a brother of Martha and Mary, and the Bible says that Jesus loved Martha, he loved Mary, and he loved Lazarus, yet his friend Lazarus, who he loved, is dead. Are y'all hearing this? Somebody would raise a question. Somebody would raise a question. Why would he allow death to overtake somebody he loves? But I'm here to tell you the answer is that the love of Jesus is not a pampering love. The love of Jesus is a perfecting love. Let me say it again. The love of Jesus is not a pampering love. The love of Jesus is a perfecting love. In other words, his love is not all about what makes us feel good. It's about what makes us better. Y'all hearing me? It's about what makes us better. It makes us, uh, it's more about what makes us more fitted for his service. Don't fool yourself. Love and suffering are not incompatible. I just said something right there. I say love and suffering are not incompatible. As much as God loved his own son, he allowed him to die on a cross. But you will remember, do you remember that Jesus, this is a, a strange response of Jesus when he heard that his friend was sick. You remember that strange response? Verse 6 says that he lingered around two more days and kept doing what he was doing. Get this, his friend is sick. But according to the word of God, he didn't run to see about his friend. He kept doing what he was doing for two more days. Now, for the sermon today, I, I don't want to go into a whole lot of detail and, 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 and why he waited those days. We, we, don't go, we don't go into a lot of detail today. But the point that I do want to make today is that Jesus purposely waited. He purposely waited around and by the time he went to see about his friend, his friend was already dead. Verse 17 says that they found out that Lazarus, when he got there, when he got there, he found out when he finally got there, he found out that Lazarus has been dead and in the grave for four days. It was no surprise to Jesus. It was no surprise to Jesus or to disciples. They, they were not surprised that he was dead because if you go back, look at verse 14, Jesus has already told his disciples plainly that Lazarus is dead. 
So they weren't surprised. They weren't surprised. Jesus had already told them Lazarus, but listen closely. He gives them a hint. Watch this. You, when you read the Bible, read close. Read. Yet sometimes you have to read between the lines. He told them in verse 14, Lazarus is dead, but listen, he gives them a hint to what's about to happen. Verse 14, he says, Lazarus is dead, but then he says, let's go to him. Y'all hearing this? He didn't say Lazarus is dead, so let's go check on Martha and Mary. Let's go check on his sisters to see how they're doing. He said, Lazarus is dead. Let's go to him. He's trying to give, a, give us a hint about what he is about. He said he's dead, but let's go to him. But here, here it is. Here's where I want to get to. Martha gets word that Jesus is coming, and I believe she's trying to head him off because yeah, his brother is, her brother is already dead. So she goes out to meet him. I believe she's trying to turn him around because if you read your Bible, they already wanted to kill him in Jerusalem. And where he was going, Bethany, was only about two miles outside of Jerusalem. So she says, no need in coming back. They already want to kill you. So he's already dead. So I believe she went out there to turn him around. She met him. And when she met him, she couldn't resist speaking her feelings. She met him. She looked Jesus in the eye, 21. She says, Lord, if you had been here, our brother would not have died. Are y'all hearing me? If you, had, if you had come on, if it hadn't taken you so long to get here, our brother wouldn't have died. But then listen at her response. She says, if you've been here, uh, he wouldn't have died. But then Jesus responds. Jesus responds, and here's his response. He says, your brother will rise again. He's dead. He's been in the grave for four days. Jesus says, your brother will rise again. Now, let, let me let you in on something. This was probably not new news to Martha. Martha, probably, all those days the neighbors had been around, everybody had been telling her, everybody trying to console her. Although they, they didn't have the New Testament that we have, they didn't have all the information that we had, but they had already bought into the idea of life after death. Just reading the Old Testament, they didn't have a New Testament, but just reading the Old Testament, they had already bought into the idea of the resurrection. Let me show you where they saw it. They turned over in the book of Daniel, Daniel 12 and 2, and Daniel 12 and 2 had taught them, and many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting condemn. That was in the Old Testament. They had already read. They had been familiar. They had read the book of Job, Job 19. Job says, for I know that my Redeemer lives and that he shall stand in the latter day upon the earth. And though after the skin worms destroyed this body, yet in my flesh will I see God. They already believed about the resurrection. They already had a belief about the resurrection. The book of Hebrews says that, when he's talking about those Old Testament saints, the book of Hebrews says that they all died in faith, having not received the promises, but they saw it afar off, and they were persuaded of them, and they embraced and they confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on this earth. I wonder if anybody here know you're just a stranger. Are y'all hearing me? You, you, you are just a stranger and a pilgrim on this earth. That means you don't really need to build anything permanent, permanent because you ain't going to be here long. They said we are strangers and we are pilgrims on this earth. And it says this also about those Old Testament saints. 
It says that they were seeking a country, that they desired a better country that is heavenly, for God has prepared for them a city. They knew that there got to be something better than this. Are y'all hearing me? They had a belief in the resurrection, but their belief, and yeah, the Hebrew writer put it like this, their belief was in the shadows. In other words, they, they believed the resurrection, but it wasn't clear to them. They, they had not seen it clearly. They knew something was going to happen, but they really were not clear on how it would happen. But Jesus came to the earth. He came to the earth to bring the re resurrection out of the shadows and make it crystal clear. And he didn't wait until resurrection morning to do it. It was there in his conversation with Martha that he said to her, he didn't wait until he went to the cross. He said it right there to Martha. He says, Martha, I am the resurrection. She says, I, I know he's going to get up. Listen to what she said. I know he's going to get up in the resurrection day. He said to her, you don't know who you're talking to. He said to her, Martha, what you've got to understand is I am the resurrection. What Jesus did was take the doctrine out of the book and put it into a person. I am the resurrection and I am the life. While we appreciate everything the Bible teaches, we appreciate everything that we read in this Bible. And, and, and the Old Testament yeah, was all they had, but they believed everything that they read in the Bible. But, but we are, yeah, yeah, the truth of the matter is, uh, as real as the Word is, as real as the Bible is, uh, we are saved not by this book. We are saved by a Redeemer. Think about it. Think about it. You've heard me say this before. Think about it. When you're sick, you don't want somebody to hand you a medical journal. You want a doctor. Amen. When you're in trouble, you don't want somebody to send you to the law library. You want a lawyer. And likewise, when you are facing death, are y'all hearing me? Oh, you thank God for the Bible. You thank God for the word. But what you want then is a savior. Yeah. Jesus said, that's me. I am the resurrection. Yeah. And I am the life. Jesus came to earth to say, I am that person. I am the resurrection. I'm the resurrection and I am the life. He that believes in me, though he were dead. Somebody ought to shout. We've lost so many people, but Jesus said, if they believe in me, though they were dead, yet shall they live. And whosoever lives and believes in me shall never die. And then he went on to give them a demonstration. He says, he who he who, who, he who lives and believes in me, that they will never die. He says, come here, let me show you something. He goes then and says, show me where you laid, my friend. Show me where you laid him. And then he goes to where Lazarus is buried, and he says, Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus, come forth. And I like the way verse 44, I like the way it reads. I, so, you know, I, I get... I, 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 get, I get excited about little lines. Verse 44 says, and he that was dead. Y'all yeah. don't know when to shout. He was dead, but now he's coming forward. Don't be confused. Don't be confused. The Bible tells us that there are others. And you read the Bible, you'll see that there were others who were brought back from the dead. You see that there are others beside Lazarus brought back from the dead, but the difference is uh, although they were brought back from the dead right now, they are resting in their graves again. But the thing that sets Jesus apart, the reason why we celebrate Jesus is because he died. 
We celebrate him because he was buried in a grave. We celebrate him, uh, yeah, because the grave could not hold him down. We celebrate him because early Sunday morning he got up from the grave. But then the purpose of the message today is, uh, and the thing that we celebrate today is uh, that he still lives. I wonder if I got a witness here. He still lives. Somebody said it like this, I say, a risen Savior. He's in the world today. I know that he is living. No matter what men may say, I see, I hear his voice of mercy, see his voice of cheer. And every time I need him, he's always near. He lives, he lives, Christ Jesus, he lives today, he walks with me. And he talks with me, and uh, yes, uh, he carries me all the way. He lives, he lives. Salvation to impart, you ask me how, uh, I know he lives. He lives within my heart. And now I'm coming to a close, uh, but I close by asking the same question uh, that he raised to Martha. He looked at Martha and said, do you believe this? And that's what I want to leave with you today. Do you believe this? Are y'all hearing me? Do you believe this? The difference between life and death is whether or not you believe this. Do you believe this? Do you believe that God so loved the world? That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him would not perish. But have everlasting life. Do you believe this? Do you believe that I'm going to prepare a place for you? And if I go prepare a place for you. I'm coming again and I will receive you under myself. Yes. Do you believe this? Do you believe I am the resurrection and I am the life? I want to announce today that he lives. He lives. Christ Jesus. He lives today. He walks with me, he talks with me along the narrow way. He lives, he lives, salvation to impart. You ask me how, I know he lives, he lives, yes. He lives within my, he lives within my heart. Do you believe this? That is the question. That's the difference between being saved and being lost. Do you believe this? I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and he's always near he lives he lives Christ Jesus lives today Long life's narrow way. He lives, he lives, salvation too.
Lord, I thank you that I can stand in that power. I can speak in that power. I can live in that power. I can rest in that power. But not only do I rest, live, I can reign in that power because the God I serve is reigning over us right now. Because he died, but he ain't dead. He lives and he's in the ear of the Father praying for our salvation. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. And Lord, we love you on today. We love you because you came down through 40 and two generations. We love you because you lived a sinless life. We love you because you took that sinless life. And as a substitutionary sacrifice, you gave it on the yonder hill that you died and you borrowed a tomb. But early on Sunday morning, you got up with all power in your hand. For that, Lord, we say thank you. For that, Lord, we say we love you. For that, Lord, we praise you. And it is in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray the one who died, but he is not dead. The one who lives, and he lives forever. The one who is our Savior. The one who is our all-sufficient King. The one who is our God. In whom we trust. In Jesus' mighty and master's name we pray. And we ask every single blessing. And the people of God said amen. Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's invitation. 
I'm inviting you to come now. You need a church home? Yeah, some of the deacons, y'all come on up here and greet them. I know somebody's coming. I just expect it. That's why you all come up here. They're they, they up here to greet you. If you're not saved, if you don't have a church home, and you came here today to get it right, I want you to come right now. yet. Now stand up, stand up, stand up. Don't, don't sit down. I ain't quite through yet. Sometimes we use a lot of church language and people don't quite get our church language. We talk about joining the church. We talk about a whole lot of things. I, I want you to know that you have an opportunity right now to accept Jesus Christ. You have an opportunity right now to say, I believe that. You have an opportunity to turn your life around. So I don't want you to think that you got to wait till we get back to the building. If you know your life needs to change and you want it changed, 
I want you to come this way right now. Now is the time. I, I just want to make sure that I don't miss this opportunity. So wherever you are, you've been waiting to make this change. You need to be moving this way right now. Come now. Come, 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 come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bless the Lord out here. Why don't we just bless the Lord? Bless the Lord. You may be seated. Bless the Lord in this place. We thank God for what He has done this day. Friend one who has come today to fix it. Come today to give their lives to Jesus Christ. We ask now. Amen. Harold, if you would. Amen. Somebody. In case that's something I need, somebody get it for me. <laughs> Brother Harold. Pastor Ham, we have Kevin Andre Terrell coming for baptism. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. Yeah, I understand. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Cameron, you want to come up here and talk to me? Come up, come up here. Amen. conviction he knows that already I want us to pray with this young man I want us to just keep him in your prayers keep him in your prayers he's got great things ahead of him he's a wonderful musician knows how to pray he's got it going on mom and daddy thank y'all thank y'all so much amen y'all bless the Lord for Cameron bless him bless the Lord comes back just want to relay one more message uh, to the church regarding 
our pastoral anniversary. Amen. Somebody give God praise for the man of God given to us. Bible declares in Jeremiah, amen. God declares in Jeremiah that God will give us pastors after his heart to feed us with wisdom and knowledge. Somebody give God praise for the pastor that he's given us after his own heart. So next week, on, on Saturday, between the hours of 10 and noon, we are going to celebrate our pastor by way of a banquet for him here on the yard. And then next Sunday will be the culmination of that celebration, Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. So we wish to see all of you all here back celebrating with our pastor. Again, give God praise. And so next week, if God is willing and the creek don't rise, we'll celebrate our pastor 33 years. Amen? Amen. Amen. If God is willing, it really doesn't matter what the creek does. <laughs> Thank you so much for your kindness. It is so wonderful to see everybody up in here today. While I got you together, let me just thank all of you for just being so faithful in your stewardship. Uh, you've heard me say it over, over, over the air, but I'm just glad to get to see it here face to face with you. We are debt free. We are, we are debt free. And it's because of your faithfulness and your commitment to being good stewards I have when I spoke to speaking one of the deacons the other day, and he said, "You know, it's wonderful to see a day when people just continue to be faithful. When people just continue, even though we can't come, they just continue to be faithful in their stewardship, sending their tithes and their offerings." So we just thank you. I just want to say all to all of you. I just really appreciate you. Uh, uh, you all will, if you get through here. Uh, you get an opportunity to see that uh, we are able and we are beginning to do some projects, catching up some things, trying to make things just look one. When we come back, uh, I want everything to be right up to snuff. <laughs> and uh, we are able to do a, a lot of those things now. And we just thank God for you. Uh, uh, let me just invite you. We are not, again, back in the church yet, not in the building yet. Uh, but since I'm talking... Uh, let me just throw a hint out. Let's throw a hint out. Uh, I don't know if you know it or not, but uh, right across the street over there, right across from the main sanctuary, that is a walking trail. <laughs> and that trail goes all the way through the city of Lilburn and comes all the way around. It's about two and a half miles if anybody wants to walk it. <laughs> And since we can't come and fellowship together at the church, we can't be together, uh, it, it, I wouldn't mind. I'll walk it. And some of y'all might need to walk it, too. <laughs> and, and it would be a good time to get to meet your brothers and your sisters. Uh, a lot of times I walk on that trail and I wear my Salem shirt, and people will see the Salem shirt. And they say, isn't that that church right up there at the end? So... You get a chance to even to testify with folk as I'm walking up and down through. So, so I'm just trying to help you out. Uh, you don't need sitting around getting lazy. Uh, uh, it's getting warm, and that's a good place to walk, good safe place to walk. And then guess what? You d if you walk that trail and then walk around all of these grounds here, you can do five miles. <laughs> Y'all ain't seeming that happy about that. <laughs> I just thought I would share with you in case somebody somebody wanted to do. <laughs> I'm gonna get on off of that. <laughs> let me let me announce and let me acknowledge our youth of the month and our child of the month uh, for uh, for this month for the month of what month are we on now? We're on the month of March for the month of March our youth of the month. And our child of the month, our youth of the month, and y'all bless God. The youth of the month is Dion Bush. Dion. Yeah, 
child of the month, Kayla, Kayla, Kayla Turner. Y'all bless the Lord. These are blessings to this church. Y'all heard it this morning, didn't you? Amen. We just thank God for the blessings that continue to grow up. She and Dion both already active in the church. Wonderful examples. And we thank you so much for your example. Thank you so much for being such wonderful examples to all of our young people. We got some things for you, and we'll be getting them to you. All right? Amen, amen, amen. Again, we thank you for your stewardship on today. And what we're going to do, we're going we're gonna to continue to do our stewardship like we've always done it. We're going to continue. However it is you give, it's working. Let's just keep doing what we're doing. So whatever stewardship, however your stewardship is, just continue to do it like that for the time being. If there are those who brought your offering today and would like to on your way out, some of the gentlemen will have baskets on the way out and just hand it to them on the way out. But otherwise, we'll just continue to do our stewardship as we have been doing it. God bless you. God keep you is our prayer. Thank you all so much for being here. Thank God it's getting warm, and maybe we'll be doing this some more. Y'all bless the Lord out here. Amen, amen, amen. I promised I promise my wife that she wouldn't have to get up, and that she wouldn't even have to get out of the car. So that's her right there. <laughs> Y'all just wait. Y'all just wave at her on the way out. I just thank God that she is out here today. God bless you. God be with you till we meet again. There are several ways to submit your tithe and offering. 
online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give on Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal via the Givelify app by mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church P.O. Box 817 Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.